Hello, welcome back to another podcast of Bear It All. You're with Zoe Meacham and my mama, Tracy Meacham, where we dive into everything, everything that's on our minds and sharing the conversations with you because we do go far and wide with our conversations. So for today, we're really feeling um, there's been a little bit of unwell sickness around to give a bit of context. So especially, mummy, you got hit with it pretty hard. So just to, yeah, go into how do we look after ourselves in these times? How do we look after ourselves when we're physically unwell? So do you want to fill us in on what's been happening for you, mum? Yeah, well, I had the flu last week and I don't know, I can't remember the last time I had the flu. So it came as at a busy time in in my life where a new grandchild, my first grandchild was born as well as um, the funeral of my mum. So I knew you were visiting. So you were down for those events as well. So it left me a little, little knocked around and, and a little bummed out really that I was feeling so unwell when you were visiting and, you know, and I couldn't visit the baby. And yeah, so I just thought that, you know, I might talk a little bit about sort of what I reach out to and what I am in practice of because, as you know, for me, this is only fairly new work. You know, this is only in the last three or four years that I've actually been taking notice, observing myself and putting, trying to put into practice some of the what I feel are some truths for myself um, and getting more clearer for myself as to what I need and what makes me a better person and makes me show up every day for myself and for my family. So being unwell really was difficult. It was really challenging. And I think we're talking about today because we do a lot of talk about emotional unwell and energy lack and, you know, when we're, you know, bounced around or bummed out by something. But today really it's about the physical body and the physical body needing to rest and recuperate and to listen, you know, listening to our body and and what it's telling us and what it's showing us because, you know, last week was a very emotional week as well as being unwell. It it also was took a big emotional toll on me, but that's that's beside the point. But it's it's more when you're tired, when you you know don't have the normal amount of energy available to you that really makes you have to reach or call out to the people in your life and around you to um, make them aware because sometimes you can feel and sound okay but you're actually physically really unwell you know no one else knows your body like you know your body and so when your body's saying I'm really tired or I'm really exhausted or I'm really aching or I'm my nose won't stop running and I can't stop, you know, like they will see those things, but they won't see the tiredness and the exhaustion and the, and the real physical way that your body is screaming out to you. So it's a practice for me and it's like letting the people around you also in on it, you know, so even though they mightn't be asking you, how are you? You know, you just need to be saying, I'm feeling exhausted or I'm feeling 
overwhelmed or I'm feeling like I want to go to bed for a week. You know, you, you need to be telling these people. They don't know. They can't. You know, I think for a long time I've thought that everyone should know how I'm how I am or you know, be picking up the clues, the little, you know, crumbs that I'm dropping that, you know, things I'm not feeling well or I'm not doing well. And it's only when I actually end up in bed or, you know, collapse in a heap that everyone, re- oh, gee, you know, but what, what I've, what I've come to know is that I need to be telling people, I need to be like, actually, I'm really not doing good. And this is how you can support me in this rather than getting annoyed that nobody's noticing or no one's caring for me in the way that I wanted to be cared for. But I'm also not, I'm also, you know, a part of that because I'm not communicating it at all. I'm just waiting mm. just around me to pick up the crumbs and they're not doing it and they won't do it unless we're the ones that speak up and say, hey, listen, I just need some help in this or I'm going to go to bed or, you know, what, what do you need? You know, getting clear on what you need from the people around you because they're, will, they're, they're wanting to help you. Like they just, they just don't understand or don't know where you're at, how far down the, you know, the collapse, you know, route that you are, you know, you're about, you're on your last legs, but no one knows because you always soldier on and you're always, but yeah, I think, it was you what you were the one probably last week who was constantly saying, Are you okay? How are you feeling? You know, asking me, which was just incredible. Yeah. So yeah, I just think you just have to communicate it a little bit more more clearly to your loved ones. I hope that made sense. Yeah. I felt like it went round and round, but I got there. I I feel like that that's such a good point because you say like I feel like it's really clear that I'm sick. And everyone should know that I'm sick. And if I'm sick, that means that they should, they should know to make me a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And there's these hidden, these hidden kind of expectations again in that, even in that instance of, well, what else would I want? What else, you know, it's this that I think can create such discomfort for both parties. Cause I know myself. I can feel like I'm walking around on eggshells trying to guess mm. sometimes. Okay. They're, they're saying they're sick. Gosh, what should I do? And mm. I see that. I see that in dad, bless him. Yeah. Um, a little bit. He's like, he's a little bit antsy. Like, okay, you're sick. What can I do? But he, he doesn't quite fully know or he never used to fully know. But with that communication of saying, saying truthfully how sick you feel. And then saying what what you need or what would support you in this moment. Maybe some people don't even realize to even ask like, oh, you're that sick. Okay. Maybe I can do something for you. So not always waiting for someone's invitation also to be like, is there anything you need or can I do anything? But actually, which is hard. It's really hard, but be the one to say, do you mind going and picking up the kids from school? Do you mm-hmm. mind? Like I'm really, and you don't have to be on your deathbed to ask for things either like that. Yeah. So I feel like we don't reach out for help enough in this, in this day and age. Yeah. So I think that's a good point. 
Yeah. So what did you do, Mama, like to help you? What do you feel, what are your go-tos if somebody is sitting there being like, yeah, I know I'm sick. I don't really know what I need or what would support me in this moment. Maybe you could give some examples of yourself. Yeah. For me, it's rest. You know, like it's actually giving myself permission to rest. It's like either sleeping in longer, going to bed earlier and resting a little bit more throughout the day. That I think that really helps recharge the battery. And it, when you rest, you're also thinking about you're sort of assessing your body and what it what it feels like, what it where it hurts the most. You know, you can't do that when you're rushing around. It's like, okay, yeah, it's like I was able to go, oh, yeah, it's just a head cold. You know, my, the rest of my body's not aching, you know. So when I'm resting, I can go, oh, yeah, like I'm really stuffed up in the head. I'm not aching all over. It's not a flu. You know, it's a head cold. You know, I'm able to, like, do a bit of a body scan and say, okay, like what part of me do I need to concentrate on, you know? So do I need, you know, the diffuser on for the, you know, to clear up the, the blockages and in my nose and, yeah. So I think rest is number one, like taking a bit more time for yourself and resting up, whether it's sitting in the chair and reading a book or what does your body need? And then drinking a bit more water, being a bit more conscious about drinking more, because we're expelling so much more with, you know, blowing your nose and sneezing and all of that, that the body's the lubricant, water's the lubricant for the body. So, you know, we need to be replacing that. I make bone broth and, and that's a regular thing for me now. It's not just when I'm sick, but so I probably have an extra cup of that a day because I know, you know, that's got so much great collagen and really good healing properties in it. So, I have that. What else do I do? Yeah, I sort of just take myself, take it easy on myself, you know. I think we did go for a walk actually, didn't we? I, I was sort mm-hmm. of thinking, you know, dropping the physical exercise, but it was really nice to get out and, and go for a walk and take the dogs for a walk and be out in nature and, you know, really breathe it in and, and really enjoy it. And I think that, that also really helped. Yeah, and I think taking taking the pedal off, you know, the cooking and, you know, just having some easier meals or, you know, I think we went out not not often, maybe once or twice, but, you know, just making things a bit more simple. Yeah, so. So I think that that, in, in that sense, if you, you know, can't go out or out for dinner or, if you feel like there's so many things to do and you can't stop, that's when it's a signal to say you need to delegate mm. in your life. And you were able to delegate in that time when you were sick. I was home, so mm. I did some cooking. <laughs> and, yeah, Dad and I, I don't know if you would have gone for a walk if it wasn't with Dad and I, so it also maybe it's that having people around you also, having mm. that, leaning on people more when we're sick and allowing that to come into our lives to feel supported, not so much on our own, like we're sick and it's heavy in our bodies and then we're carrying the world on our shoulders. Yeah, we can actually receive support. And I think also you were reaching for the vitamins and stuff, so you were dosing me up on the 
vitamin C's and zincs and the magnesiums and the everything that I've got up in that basket that I'm have dropped off, dropped the ball a little bit over the last few months. So yeah, I think you you are getting them out for both of us every morning. So I think that also really helped. Yeah. So just I know sometimes, sorry, sometimes when I'm unwell, I, I don't know why, but I don't always go and get them for myself because I'm feeling so blah. I know that that's my that's something that I do that I can mm-hmm. drop the ball on when I'm sick when I need it the most. Mm-hmm. I sometimes don't won't go and make that simple effort to get them for me. So it's nice to have, I felt that it's nice mm. to have somebody to get them for you. But again, if, if someone else feels the same that is listening to this and is like, yeah, I'm pretty shocking with, you know, my supplements when I'm sick, when I need it the most, that's something that you can now identify and then ask support for. You know, I saw dad when you were sick and you never asked him to put on the diffuser. But every night you guys were watching something in the bedroom, we all were, and dad would always go and put oils on, always. And it just, nothing was mentioned. Dad didn't even say anything about it. But what it looks like to me is that I could see dad loved to be doing something to be looking after you. And that's all that he knew how to do without being asked. So what I know is that we all love to care for each other and look after each other. And simple things make such a difference for you. Like you were saying about the supplements, like that was nothing for me feeling, you know, well and good and actually got me to have some as well. Yeah, so giving other people an opportunity to care for us. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. And 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 as you said, isn't it crazy how, you know, we, we do drop the ball when we when we need it. So you putting them in front of me every morning was just you know, a blessing and it was so good. So I think you're right. I think our family is most important and communicating what we need, getting clear what we need is what we're probably talking about most here. Um, and I just love that. I think you're right. Dad, dad did, you know, once I said to him, you know, this is, it needs to be filled up every night and, you know, he, he, just, it was his job and he, took it on and so every night now that a few the diffuser's on so it's it's fabulous and I love it and I feel I feel you know loved and supported with that so mm. and I was just thinking you mentioned family but if you're in a situation if anyone listening is in a situation where they don't have much family around I know where I live on Sunshine Coast there's a lot of young families that don't have family around so what can be created is that you may have other friends that have kids the same age as yours. They go to school, you know, the school mum friends, and they may love it if they could also ask for support in that way. So if you start and create that space to be like, hey, I'm really not feeling well, do you mind, you know, doing the drop-off today? And any time you are not feeling well, like sing out and allow that to be this beautiful leaning on each other but mutually so neither of you feels like oh I'm a burden or I am you know that they have to do too much for me it it actually will give probably the other person a permission if they allow themselves to as well but it would it could give them permission to also 
ask for support when they need it too, without the guilt and without all those stories that we sometimes can hold on to ourselves. So finding your tribe that you can lean on in these moments, whether that is family or friends or, yeah, support. Beautiful. Yeah, family is important. And, um, yeah, when, you, when you're feeling and when you've got family that are a long way away like you do, <laughs> It makes it, it makes it harder, you know, and as you said, find your people, find the tribe to support you and, and be the first one, you know, sometimes that, that's the hard, that's the challenge, isn't it? That's the hard bit is, is asking someone to support you or help you out or, but yeah, then it becomes a reciprocation and, you know, the energy around it's different, but, Thank you. Yeah. Any any last thoughts or just if you when you do become unwell next because you know that there's a lot going around at the moment and if you when you are feeling unwell I love that how you pointed out sit with it sit with it and just allow yourself to do a body scan allow yourself to be with it understanding it a little bit more and then you will you will naturally know what what things support you and what makes you feel really loved, what makes you feel really good because that's what it's about. It's coming back to that self-love, self-care and reaching out. Who Who's your tribe? Like if you can kind of find them now, yeah, identifying them so you can call on them when you need them. Thank yeah. you. Mm, thanks, Mama. Fabulous. Thanks for tuning in again. A little tribe. Thank you. And yeah, we will talk to you next week. Yes, we will. Thank you, beautiful. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We would love for you to share this episode with a friend or someone who you know needs to hear it. Till next week, stay open, stay curious, and show up for what's important. Lots of love.